into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to season six, episode 21, Modern Family. This is, uh, crying out loud, this is the after show here at AfterBuzzTV.com. I was a little frazzled because we were in a quick, quick scramble to get some music up. What is, what is this song, Stephen? I like it. It's the Once Upon a Time theme. This is the Once Upon a Time theme, another ABC show. Yeah. That's not too far off. Not too, <laughs> <laughs> Not too far off. If you're listening to my voice on iTunes or on the SoundCloud, please share, like, subscribe, rate us, all the things, all the things you need us to do. Um, on top of that, if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm going to be stalking the chat a little, see what you have to say. If you want to speak to us on Twitter at any time, it's hashtag ABTV Modern Family. I'm at Steve Kaufman, that's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N, and I'm joined as always... By my lovely panel. Hi, everyone. I'm Britta Garso, and you can find me on Twitter at Britta underscore Garso. Hey, guys. I'm Carly Garso, and you can find me on Twitter at Carly underscore Garso. And we're missing Nick this week, but it's his birthday tomorrow. Yeah, so happy birthday, Nick! Happy, happy birthday. birthday, Nick! We miss you. I feel, I feel like singing would be a lot of it. I know. I thought we were going to yeah. get a song. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yes. the birthday theme song. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> You're 23. This is what it's going to look like. I don't know what we think of Nick. That's the birthday theme song. <laughs> um, this episode's actually a lot of what people think of you. What your family thinks of you, mostly. Uh, yeah, it actually almost made me cry. It was so sweet. This was episode. a very sweet episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so was last week's, actually. They're, yeah. they're in their more emotional... They're in their emotional run of yeah. episodes. Uh, we start out, Alex is has decided to go to Caltech. Yeah, like which she is, just nonchalantly mentioned yeah. it. She probably had a big announcement amongst her family that yeah. just wasn't big enough, big enough of a deal for us to see on the show. Yeah. And she goes, she's going to go to Caltech, and she's looking for a roommate on a website that you can find your roommate. Has anyone thing? done that? <laughs> I remember I remember I was an intern at the Dis- in the Disney College program in like 2000. When I was, <laughs> and literally the semester after, the semester after, and I had had some problems with roommates, partially because there were like, I had five other roommates. Oh. It was like a three bedroom, two door room. Like mm-hmm. it was just, you're 19. That's what they do. They pile yeah. you in. And um, I remember the semester after that, they had bought one of those services where you can go on and meet. Oh. Like everyone can make a profile and you can look at profiles and you can all kind of agree who your roommate will be. And I was like, oh. It's be- a good idea. It's a really good for idea. those of us that don't have roomies. Yeah. yeah. Built-in roommate right here. That's I'm sure that's a fairly rare. <laughs> sure it's a fairly rare arrangement. It's like now True. we're good. True. Two bedroom? I got it. <laughs> anyway, but Alex is it's senior ditch day and what she wants to do is sit in the peace and quiet of her school being the only senior that shows up the senior ditch day. Which, by the way, I don't remember a senior ditch day. I didn't have one. I remember a ditch month. (laughs) 
I remember the day the grades went in. And then if you just had something you wanted to do in school that day, you'd show up and do that, and then you'd leave. Really? I think I had perfect attendance my senior year. I, really I, also, had perfect attendance. I also had perfect attendance my senior year, senior year, but all that meant was I had to show up. And I think I was on, I was on work release, so I'd leave. Whether I went home um. to take a nap or I actually went to the job I actually had, <laughs> I would just sign out and be like, peace, guys. Nice. I'm out of really here. That's really nice. Alex would never do that. Alex is not the type. But I also thought it was very unrealistic that she didn't want to participate in Ditch Day. I mean, even if she loves school, who doesn't want to have a Ditch Day? Well, to be fair, she wasn't going to go to class. Oh, she wasn't? No, she said she was going to sit in the library. She was going to sit in the library. Oh, I didn't catch that part. But couldn't okay. she sit in the peace and quiet of her own home and do that? Like, if Phil and Claire were normal, they would be at work and... <laughs> well, but we, Phil's job isn't. Yeah. Phil's job isn't, like, I don't think he has an actual office. He he, he seems yeah. to... He's a realtor, so he seems to work... Like, he he's likely to be home yeah, on, an, on a weekday. Yeah, but he has a balloon fund. We found that out this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun. A what? A balloon fund. Yes. Wait, I missed this, too. It was a, a funny fund. joke. He said, like, I have this, and my picture's on the side of buses, I have a balloon fund, but... It's, it's a throwaway line. We're just talking yeah. about I'm a reputable member of society, uh, and yeah. my picture's on the side of buses, I have a balloon fund, <laughs> but this is the only thing I've ever built. The thing yeah, he's exactly. built is the Rialto. Oh, that was a good transition. Which, at, thank you. <laughs> Wait, I, I can start taking some of the yeah. dimes out of the transition jar. Um... Rialto, which is something he built before he got into before he got into being a real estate agent, he actually mm-hmm. built a movie theater in Which is awesome. Must be in our must I didn't Google it, it must be Orange County. That the, the whole show seems to be living in that world of Orange County. That that like, it's a where lot, they film? Where they film and then where everyone in that world sends to live. Like it feels very well, I think Orange it's County. supposed to be in LA, right? Yeah. But Orange like similar to how like Arrested Development's in LA too, that it's in art like I don't want to. Oh, I don't like want to create dead air while I look it up. Like but the, I'm pretty sure. Like the neighborhood look, you mean? Kind yeah, of thing? the neighborhood look and the oh, feeling, okay. and that's my guess of where the Rialto is. Mm-hmm. Is that it's in Orange County, and he went there, and he and, and Senior Ditch Day, he lies to them and tells them Luke is hurt and they need to go to the hospital. Which I don't know why they bought that. I don't know why your first instinct would be to run to the hospital with your. <laughs> <laughs> Some, like, your brother's going through the worst thing ever. It's probably the worst thing. You could see the worst thing in his life. You should totally join me yeah. in the car while he goes and handles it. Yeah, plus he should be in an ambulance at that point, not in your dad's or like, car. But it's like, no, no, well, you drive him, Dad, and then call me when it's okay to go see him. Yeah. I'll be worried about him. I'll be very upset, but I don't... People aren't like people aren't as pragmatic about. They it. are such a close family, though. Yeah, I think it was just like their dad said to go because Luke was injured. Yeah, and they yeah. just went. That's they fair. didn't really think about it. I usually don't think about it. Yeah, had they thought about it, that's true. They would not have gone. They would not have gone, but they went and they were going to go to California Adventure, not Disneyland. They're right there. True. They're right next to each other, and it's on ABC, which is owned by Disney. You'd think they'd do that little plug. Well, well, it's like the same they've, thing. They've gone to Disneyland in this in this show, oh, that's so true. it's happened. I actually wrote a I wrote a spec script where they all went to Disney World, and then that was the joke <laughs> that they're all going down to Disney World where they live in Southern Close California. To but what winds up happening? They drop by the Rialto, and so Luke was a baby. Luke was a baby, and yeah. they, he didn't get his footprints in the cement. It was just his face. Yeah. Which is funny, but I didn't really understand. So, Phil was saying it was Haley and Alex's first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, 
they were kind of Haley was kind of old at that point to see her first movie. Um, uh, I'd say like two years. They're two years apart, right? Two or three, no more than three years apart. Well, Haley and um, Haley and whoa, what's his name? Luke. Luke are um five years apart, I think, because isn't he sixteen and she's twenty one? That seems right. So. If he was a baby, she would have been like five or six, which is a good age to see her first movie, I feel like. Yeah, I guess yeah. It did, the most thing that didn't make sense was why all three of them were at the movie theater watching a movie. I mean, nothing really makes I think, sense. I think he said it was one of their first movies. Oh, okay. It's rare. It, <laughs> the, the math can't possibly work for it to be all of their first movies. Because when I heard that, I was like, that, would, that doesn't really make any sense, but... Yeah. It was like the sentiment, I think, that... Yeah, it was the sentiment of, it was your first time at this movie theater with your whole family... Ooh. So close. So close. There's a, there was a fly that I was I almost ninjed. That's that's what the reaction was to those of you listening. Um, I like the I like this whole this whole thing that they're essentially they're going to try to pull they're going to try to pull the cement out of the ground because Phil because Phil thinks like this is if I don't have that then I have nothing to show for the things I've actually built. Yeah, because yeah, he just sells things other people buys. Which I. I mean, they were all questioning it, like, why do we need to take this? And I would have been like, yeah, that's so cool, Dad. Like, let's take yeah, this. Yeah, Dad, let's do that. Because yeah. it is so cool. Like, yeah. it's all their footprints, and he wrote the date in it, and it's just going to get demolished. Why wouldn't you take it? But also, like, why did he never show them until this point? Yeah, you know. That was kind of funny. But I would have tried to take it, too. I think that was a great move on Phil. Really sentimental and... Great dad. Mm-hmm. I think that Phil and Claire both had, like, a personal breakthrough. Like, Phil was like, you know, I just saw things. This is something I've actually done physically, and it means a lot to me. And then Claire with her whole, like, job offer and everything, which I know we'll get to later. But it was like they both, like, discovered things about themselves. Yeah. And Phil ultimately realized that the things you the things you build, the most successful things you build typically aren't movie theaters that eventually yeah. will fall down. Like Whether children. it's in his lifetime or not. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, well, my children and their relationship and yeah. how good they are to each other. Like, that's something, like, that's something greater than anything I could have possibly built. Yeah. And, that's yeah. What Phil and I don't think he realizes how good of a dad he is. I, I think he does. Really? Well, no one knows how good of a, like, I the guess. people who are really great at something don't ever, that's true. don't ever know. But, like, I'm pretty sure Phil's aware he's a rather <laughs> exceptional dad. I guess, probably. He's pretty confident. But he's, he's confident and competent. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, so Lily has no empathy. She's Which such a brat. I'm so glad this Nick's is not why, here to argue with us. You know, because this is why we don't. We're not huge fans of her. No, there is no exception for her behavior. No, when she <laughs> she called her dad a girl, right? Yeah, she said he was like crying like a girl mm-hmm. when she said that she couldn't sleep because their um, humidifier humidifier was on. Like, what? I just think she's so disrespectful. It's mind-boggling. Like, I have never seen a child act that way to their parents. I, I have seen child. I have. Really? I've had seen like at restaurants or places. But you're where not it's like, like okay with it, right? No, yeah. I. I don't know. I think there's a level of snark that's for a TV show. Yeah, for sure. But, but if it, she was a real child, like that's so unacceptable, right? That's pretty unacceptable. Yeah. The one she called him a girl. Yeah. I think that was just whoa. Not okay, Lily. And then I just felt like they were trying to blame one, like, whose fault is it? Cam because he cries too much, or Mitch because he doesn't cry at all? Like, trying to blame one one or the other? One, um, hello, wake up call, your daughter is just bratty. Like, teach her how to be respectful to them and other people, and, like, punish her if she doesn't understand. 
Or yes. like listen, I guess. Listen and have empathy for for people. Because yeah. what we all what we ultimately learned here is that she only has empathy for her parents, but and that she's not. actually really like, and she's actually just really smart to talk her way out of mo- like she can logic her way out of most things. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So that is a good quality. Yeah, and like Cam like, said, she's not a liar. Which I guess if you had to be something, you don't want your child to be a liar. So to be a liar, or to not be a liar is better. Than to not be empathetic. Yes. And but why can't she be both? I think she is empathetic. It's just her tolerance is way higher than most. I understand <laughs> that feeling. Like, I think it's necessary to understand how people feel. But it shouldn't get in the way of yourself. Like, a lot of people... A lot of people are too worried about what people... How people are feeling and how they th- feel about them. And I agree. The, where it's, where it's, it's like a very Dr. Philism... Which I grew up with a mother who watched a lot of who watched a lot of Doctor <laughs> Phil on Oprah, and it was if you people don't think about you as much as you think they think about you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is for the paraphrasing. Sure. So, it, a little lack of empathy in our world might be a no, good lesson to I have. I agree, and I Crying think too much is bad. She is rude, though. Yeah, like she's just she's just, rude. Like, she should be called out on being rude. Yeah, they like just let her say things to them. But it's like and she, it, like you're right. She only has empathy for her parents, but she's also really only that rude to her parents. Like you never really see her being that rude to like her family. Her she's family. that rude like, to her family. Yeah, so it's funny, but the logic was pretty smart when she said like, "Well, why would I be sad? You always get better mm-hmm. like, when you're sick." Which is true. But Lily is so smart that you know she knows about death and all that stuff. Yeah, that she's like, you you have a cold, get over it. Kind of an idea. Like, whereas, like, you have cancer. Oh, my God. Is every... Oh, my parents, they're gonna... I'm gonna lose my parents. I don't want to lose my parents. Like, I'm I'm sure that's her thought process. Yeah. That was a nice... That was nice we got a little... Got a little more Lily this episode. I mean, I always like to see Cam and Mitch parenting... Because yes. Yeah, they're funny. They're, I feel like they're still trying to figure it out because they're so different from each other. <laughs> and she's like seven. <laughs> yeah. And she's like seven, but she's being written lines by the funniest 35-year-olds ever. Yeah. But, but it's just, just super witty. Um, have you guys had your wisdom teeth out? No. No, I need them, though. Oh. I can you? feel it. I Yes, I have. Um, when I was 22, which was in 2000, <laughs> Uh, that was just as the Affordable Care Act had gotten passed. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was going to get dropped from my parents' insurance, and my mouth is so tiny that I needed both wisdom teeth out, because I only had two, for no other reason than my mouth is so tiny I couldn't get to brush them, and I'd get cavities all the time. Oh. So I waited till the very last day until I got dropped from my insurance to schedule the surgery, and then the Affordable Care Act extended surgery. But I was also unemployed for the week after the surgery, so I kind of milked it for everything it was worth. Yeah. And just laid around and watched Netflix on Vicodin. That sounds awesome. Like, did it you was... recover fast? Sure. I feel like I would have... Re- I feel like if I had somewhere to be in two days, I would have been there. But I didn't. <laughs> so I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And I was like, Very I'm just cool. going to be on Vicodin and watch Netflix for about a week. Is that cool? Over that sounds two, pretty great. Did over, give you ice cream? Ice cream is the thing you're supposed to use, not your tonsils. That's your tonsils. What do you eat when you get your wisdom teeth out? Vicodin. <laughs> no food, just Vicodin. Can well, you no, you, you eventually... Um, not for a while. Really? And they, then I'm never getting them out. And they had me worried to death about dry socket. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I just didn't talk for, like, three days. <laughs> I just worried to death about the pain. 
a little pain. They, they had a, they had good drugs for that. Yeah, I just don't like taking Oh, Manny had a milkshake. So yeah, no, you, you're supposed to drink things through straws. Yeah, you have right? to drink. You have to drink things like through. Eat you, have, and whatever. you have to have. You have to be on a pretty liquid diet for about mm-hmm. three days. Juice, 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 milkshakes. If you can um, blend up, you can blend up other types of food that you would normally eat within reason. <laughs> I bet you lose a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. Can you did it for a week. Can you bum pizza? Well, no. By by day four, by day four, I could eat three meals at the end. Oh, okay. And then I just wasn't doing anything. I was in a weird place in my life. I talked so in- much about Western D. Well, I'm curious. We've never gotten ours taken out. I know. They, didn't, they didn't explain it in the show. They just showed Manny post surgery. That's not saying anything. Well, but with the wisdom teeth surgery is interesting. That it's one of those surgeries that if it's uncomplicated, like I had, I had, um, I had Vicodin. And my mom had had Vicodin from when she got the surgery. And she had only taken, like, three pills and then went back to work. She had somewhere to go. So that I just pretty much depleted her Vicodin. And I was and I was done. I was like, okay, I'm, right. I'm, I'm good now. Oh. But if, if it's an uncomplicated surgery, you can get over it in, in way under a week. More like three or four days. That's perfect. That's awesome. Uh, and Manny, it looks like it took him a day, day and a half. Yeah, but he was planning on going to camp later that evening. He was, looks like Not he was looped. Well, no, there was a 5 o'clock deadline to submit to go yeah, to drama camp. Okay. Which, Kylie, this is the first time we've met Kylie. I know, no, she came out of nowhere. They throw people in and expect you to just grasp. Alex is going to Caltech with this roommate. <laughs> yeah, I know, what's her name? It's And Manny is and Manny is dating Kylie. And Kylie is essentially his mother. I don't know if I like Kylie. Do you guys like Kylie? No. I like Kylie. Really? Oh, I thought she was a little annoying. I think she was a little you, annoying. First off, we got one scene with Kylie. Can we just... <laughs> well, you said you liked her, so... Can we just... Well, we're I, just on that Lily list. Haters, so. <laughs> Lily haters, Kylie haters. <laughs> Indifferent to Phil. What are, what are we doing? We love Phil. Love Phil. Well, Phil's my favorite character. Yeah, he's my fave, too. Um, but... I like Kylie. I But I think there's that deeper thing of a mother can ruin... A mother can ruin a girl for a son by explaining how much they are, how, explaining how much that girl is like their mother. Yeah, but he eventually would have figured it out on his own. Yeah, and like it takes, it takes a lot of emotion, emotional um, stability to be able to say, to be able to say, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that I'm, I mean, if you really like, liked her, he was dating someone like his mom. I'm dating maybe? someone like my mom. My mom's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, if he really liked her and they were together for a long time, he would be like, Yeah, whatever. That's cool. Yeah, but in but, the, but in, in the that initial... in that brief moment of like these are all the things she is that I am. Good luck. It's pretty shocking. But no, that's not shocking are that at all. Much of like, no, I mean like shocking for Manny. No, that Manny loves his mother. No, but just that they had so many similarities that he never realized. I've been there. I've been there where you don't realize until you're it's, until it's been like three weeks. It's like wow, that's <laughs> that's why I like her. Okay. She's my mother. Like, yeah, that's like Freudian, right? Doesn't Freud bit. say something like that? Um, I'm just gonna say yes. We're gonna move on. Okay. <laughs> Freud says something in that ballpark. Most psychologists don't agree with it anymore. But yes, also they're like the human experience is so deep that you can find similarities between anyone. Yeah, always. Which is cool. Yeah. I love that. That's like she's like my mom. It's like you could take most women just, and find the they're just those are just qualities. That are constant among most people. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to say one thing about Manny and Kylie's situation. I appreciate, like Gloria said, that she puts him, 
like kind of keeps him on track, like yeah. a little bit controlling because I think he needs that. But everything else about her can probably go because I think <laughs> she needs to be a little sweeter. Like I've always pictured Manny with a really sweet girl, and she doesn't seem to be sweet at all. No, I picture Manny with somebody who's going to challenge him. Really? Yeah, because he seems a little... He's so, like, sentimental and emotional, though. But he's sentimental and emotional, so he needs somebody who'll go, Oh, come on, Manny. Let's I move it on. True. Like, that's who he needs. I kind of picture Manny alone. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's kind of mean, but... I picture Luke alone and completely okay with <laughs> I it. I picture Luke alone, for sure. But, like... Not like some sad bachelor as much as just like some swinging bet. Like, hey, yeah, because yeah, yeah, my like life's he would awesome. be single, but he's yeah. not, right? <laughs> I see that the same as Luke. Like Luke yeah. would just be like, I'm until he meets his Claire. Yeah, but before that, he's just going to be some guy, exactly, completely content with who he is. Yeah, which is great. I agree. Doesn't need someone to make him. Uh, speaking of Claire, Claire got offered a job at a hotel that was that was also a client for. Mm-hmm. For the uh, cabinet place that her father wor- that she works at with her father, she declines it because she thinks she accepts it. Or no, she declined. First, she declined. She did all those things. Yeah. She declined it, then accepted it, declined it, and accepted it. I. You can continue. Sorry. No, no, that's about right. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I thought this is kind of like a ridiculous scenario because if she was offered a great job like that. I get that she didn't want to hurt her dad's feelings, but I feel like it would be a no-brainer. I think that she kind of hit a point in her life where she was even ready for, like, a change. Yeah. And the fact that she would turn it down just because, like, her dad would feel bad for, what, like, a week, maybe up to a month until he got used to it. And then, and he would still be happy for her regardless, and she knows that. So it made me sad that she would, like, turn down an opportunity like that because of how she was, like, worried about his feelings. that's like kind of how I feel empathy. too. Also, I feel like too. Also, I feel like that. Um, that Jay Jay is so business. Yeah. That the second he saw that offer, he was like, you. There's no reason to not take this offer. Yeah. Like, whether you're with my daughter, a valued employee, or just someone I don't know, I'm looking at this versus what you make. There's no reason for you to not do this. Because mm-hmm. you're not like he said. Like, yeah, you'll spend some time away from Phil. There'll be a little more travel. But it's commensurate with this job. Yeah, exactly. Like, for what you do and what you can do, this job's a slam dunk for you, and there's no reason to not take it. And I, I kind of like that idea that it was like, of course I would love for you to stay here. I, I love you that much that it went without saying, but business is business. You should take this job. Yeah, I think that's a good way. He looked at it in the best way possible. But I really think she knows him so well, like, she knows that he would say that. So that's yeah. why I just don't really understand why she turned it down in the first place and then flip-flopped so much. Well, that's always right. I've I've been through roller coasters like that where you flip-flop on a decision. I do my best to just put the decision off for three days. Oh, I'm not like that. Because I'll just flip-flop through. Where I'll just set, like, a long deadline. Like, can I not give you an answer till, like, Friday? Okay, you'll I have it. An- by that time, you really know. Yeah, you'll have an answer from me on Friday. For me personally, so, I just have to decide right away. So if I see my dad crying in a picture of my face, <laughs> and I want to, oh, I can't take this job, and then I realize he was just using it as a mirror to clip to clip his nose hairs. Well, now I don't. Now I want to take this job again, and then he breaks down and tells me he wants me to stay. There, I don't have to um, flip flop with this guy. It also shouldn't be that easy to flip flop, like you. I feel like you generally lean towards one decision. Yeah, and she would, and I mean, her first decision learned... was ultimately what she did, which was stay there. Yeah, yeah, and you could tell she was leaning towards that the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And 
Just like on The Bachelor, you can always tell who they're going to pick. Well, I mean, that's because that The Bachelor is heavily edited. To they do a good job. Do they do a good job? Yeah, they do a really good editing job, I think. Just like American Idol. Oh, wait, it's over. R.I.P. Are, are you guys fans of American no. Idol? No. Okay. Just um, Keith Urban, though, fan of him. Pretty sure if we're winding into talking about Keith Urban and American Idol, <laughs> that we covered all our topics. I think so. <laughs> um, next week's season finale. Yeah, it's going to be sentimental again, I think. Um, Team Hail Andy? Yeah! Team Hail Andy, I'm, I just made that up. I don't know <laughs> if Andy is on next week's episode. I'm just, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that he is. Um, in the meantime, if you want to tell us what you think will or won't be on next week's episode, you can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-U-F-M-A-N-N. Where can and I find you guys? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Britta underscore Garso. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Carly underscore Garso. And we're live here next week for over at AfterBuzz TV on YouTube or on the podcasting on the podcasting networks you listen to us. And then it'll be the season finale and you'll see us you'll see us in September. So thanks thanks for watching guys. Good night. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.